The country's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, is running a war from Kiev, but he's also waging a public relations war, speaking directly to politicians around the world. He's addressed the European Parliament, the Canadian Parliament, and last week, of course, the House of Commons. This afternoon, he spoke to the US Congress. Reporting live, Simon Marks. Well, Eddie, this was a big moment on Capitol Hill. Members of the US Congress getting their opportunity to hear directly from President Zelensky and for the Ukrainian leader, a fresh chance to try and harden attitudes. He went into this speech knowing that an earlier video link with three dozen members of the Senate several days ago galvanized many of them to press the White House for a ban on Russian oil imports. Today, the Ukrainian leader hoped to influence legislative hearts and mines in a bid to build support for a no-fly zone in the skies over his country. Here he is, speaking through an interpreter. Every night for three weeks now, various Ukrainian cities, Odessa and Kharkiv, Chernihiv and Sumy, Zhytomyr and Lviv, Mariupol and Dnipro, Russia has turned the Ukrainian sky into a source of death for thousands of people. Russian troops have already fired nearly 1,000 missiles at Ukraine, countless bombs. They use drones to kill us with precision. This is a terror that Europe has not seen, has not seen for 80 years, and we are asking for a reply, for an answer uh, to this uh, terror from the whole world. Is this a lot to ask for to create a no-fly zone, zone over Ukraine to save people? Is this too much to ask? Humanitarian no-fly zone, something that Ukraine, uh, that Russia would not be able to terrorize our free cities. If this is too much to ask, we offer an alternative. You know what kind of defense systems we need, S-300 and other similar systems. You know how much depends on the battlefield, on the ability to use aircraft, powerful, strong air uh, aviation to protect our people, our freedom, our land, aircraft that can help Ukraine. He reached back into history, cited Pearl Harbor and 9-11 as examples of terror being launched from the air. America, he said, knows what it feels like. He quoted Martin Luther King. I have a dream, said President Zelensky, that the US will do more. He screened a deeply affecting video showing peaceful, prosperous scenes in Ukraine before the Russian assault into cut with the harrowing scenes of civilians being massacred. He concluded his speech in English, making a direct plea to the US president. Today, the Ukrainian people are defending not only Ukraine, we are fighting for the values of Europe and the world. Now I'm almost 45 years old. Today my age stopped when the hearts of more than 100 children stopped beating. I see no sense in life if it cannot stop the death. The President Biden, you are the leader of the nation. I wish you to be the leader of the world. From President Biden today, the response. He is still not backing a no-fly zone, but he is sending $800 million worth of additional weaponry in Ukraine's direction. On Saturday, my administration authorized another $200 million to keep a steady flow of weapons and ammunition moving to Ukraine. Now I'm once again 
using my presidential authority to activate, uh, to activate an additional security assistance to continue to help Ukraine fend off Russia's assault, an additional $800 million in assistance. That brings the total of new U.S. security assistance to Ukraine to $1 billion just this week. Now, I want to be honest with you. This could be a long and difficult battle, but the American people will be steadfast in our support of the people of Ukraine in the face of Putin's immoral, unethical attacks on civilian populations. We are united in our abhorrence of Putin's depraved onslaught, and we're going to continue to have their backs as they fight for their freedom, their democracy, their very survival. He accused President Putin of targeting maternity hospitals and residential blocks of flats, but then refused to answer a question about whether he considers the Russian leader to be a war criminal. The president knows that attitudes on Capitol Hill are now hardening. Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican of South Carolina, say it says that he's building cross-party support for Ukraine to be given the planes that last week the White House blocked Poland from supplying. Uh, I have talked to Democratic senators in the last 48 hours, and I think there's more than a handful of Democrats that would like to do something uh, with the jets. So the bottom line is, while NATO no-fly zone seems to be a bridge too far for me and the administration, there is bipartisan support for sending a package that includes fighter jets and air defense systems. There was some diplomatic movement today. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan spoke to his Russian opposite number, General Nikolai Petrushev. He said if Russia is really interested in resolving the crisis, then President Putin needs to stop attacking Ukrainian towns and cities. And he warned again of consequences if Russia were to use chemical weapons in Ukraine. That is still a matter of concern here. But in Moscow, the Russian president appeared unmoved by all of that today, delivering remarks at the Kremlin that suggest he's having no second thoughts about his attack on his neighbour and no plans at all, Eddie, to halt the murderous actions of his forces. Simon Marks, and Simon's here every Friday at a quarter to five with Simon Marks's American Week.